Oh, how about uh, Piggy's newfound confidence, too? Now that Jack's gone, look at how Piggy comes up and he's like, he picks up the conch and he's talking and he's confident, right? Now that Jack's gone, his bully is gone. So he kind of, he kind of feels free to contribute now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, shut up, fatty. All that stuff. Sucks your ass, Mar. Piggy's free, right? Free from fear from Jack. The only thing to fear now is the beast, right? Let's continue. The little ones who had seen a few fires since the last catastrophe became wildly excited. They danced and sang, and there was a party of share about the gathering. At last, Ralph stopped work and stood up, smudging the sweat from his face with a dirty forearm. We'll have to have a small fire. This one's too big to keep up. Piggy sat down carefully on the sand and began to polish his glass. Uh, sorry, where did I lose my place? Oh, we could experiment. We could find out how to make a small hot fire and then put green branches on to make smoke. Some of them leaves must be better for that than the others. As the fire died down, so did the excitement. The little ones stopped singing and dancing and drifted away toward the sea or the fruit trees or the shelters. Ralph dropped down in the sand. We'll have to make a new list of who's to look after the fire. If you can find him. He looked round. Then for the first time, he saw how few biggins there were and understood why the work had been so hard. Where's Maurice? Piggy wiped his glass again. I expect? No. He wouldn't go into the forest by himself, would he? Ralph jumped up, ran swiftly around the fire, and stood by Piggy, holding up his hair. But we've got to have a list. There's you and me and Sam and Eric, and... He would not look at Piggy, but spoke casually. Where's Bill and Roger? Piggy leaned forward and put a fragment of wood on the fire. I expect they've gone. I expect they won't play either. Ralph sat down and began to poke little holes in the sand. He was surprised to see that one had a drop of blood by it. He examined his bitten nail closely and watched the little globe of blood that gathered where the quick was not away. Piggy went on speaking. I seen them stealing off when we was gathering wood. They went that way, same way he went as he went himself. Ralph finished his inspection and looked up into the, into the air. The sky, as if in sympathy with the great changes among them, was different today and so misty that in some places the hot air seemed white. The disk of the sun was dull silver as though it were nearer and not so hot, yet the air stifled. they always been making trouble, haven't they? The voice came near his shoulder and sounded anxious. We can do without him. We'll be happier now, won't we? Ralph sat. The twins came, dragging a great log and grinning in their triumph. They dumped the log among the embers so that sparks flew. We can do all right on our own, can't we? For a long time, while the log dried, caught fire, and turned red hot, Ralph sat in the sand and said nothing. He did not see Piggy go to the twins and whisper to them, nor how the three boys went together into the forest. Here you are. He came to himself with a jolt. Piggy and the other two were by him. They were laden with fruit. I thought, perhaps, said Piggy, we ought to have a feast, kind of. The three boys sat down. They had a great mass of fruit with them, and all of it properly ripe. They grinned at Ralph as he took some and began to eat. Thanks, he said, then with the accent of pleased surprise. Thanks. Do all right on our own, said Piggy. It's them that haven't a no common sense that make trouble on this island. We'll make a little hot fire. Ralph remembered what had been worrying him. Where's Simon? I don't know. He don't think he's climbing the mountain. Piggy broke into noisy laughter and took more fruit. He might be, he gulped his mouthful. He's cracked. Simon had passed through the area of fruit. 
busy with the fire on the beach, and they had not pursued him there. He went on among the creepers until he reached the great mat that was woven by the open space and crawled inside. Beyond the screen of leaves and the, sun, the sunlight pelted down, and the butterflies danced in the middle of their unending dance. He knelt down, and the arrow of sun fell on him. That, the other time, that other time, the air had seemed to vibrate with heat, but now it threatened. Soon the sweat was running from his long, coarse hair. He shifted restlessly, but there was no avoiding the sun. Presently, he was thirsty, and then very thirsty. He continued to sit. So Simon has kind of gone off into his like little area in the jungle, that spot where he kind of like can Homer Simpson into the bushes and just kind of like become one with the nature of the island. Simon's different than the other kids, right? He doesn't quite fit in with Jack and Piggy, and he doesn't, or Jack and Piggy, uh, Ralph and Piggy, and he doesn't fit in with Jack and Roger, we'll say, right? Simon's his own dude. Yeah. He's just Simon. And Simon, he has a different relationship with the island than the rest of the kids, right? Ralph is adversarial. He wants off the island. Jack enjoys the island because, well, he can hunt and become that, you know, uncivilized savage and let out his wild instincts if he wants. But Simon sort of has a respect or a reverence. He's not afraid of the island at all, right? 